0: when you have that that nagging like voice inside of you follow it it's okay if you fall on your face Uh, we certainly have and continue to and that's how you learn but just follow it because we need innovation right now we need leaders and we need people to try new things welcome to the channel mastery podcast If you're a specialty business and brand leader obsessed with understanding what the most effective channels are today to connect with, serve, and sell to your target consumers, then you've just found the perfect podcast and community. My name is Kristen Carpenter, and I'm your host and the founder of Verde Brand Communications, the presenting sponsor of Channel Mastery. Verde created the Channel Mastery podcast to level the playing field for the specialty brands we serve. Every week on this show, we study how consumer preferences are changing and the evolving channels they like to use to engage with their favorite brands. Once again, welcome to Channel Mastery and subscribe today. Well, hello there, my friends. Wow, today was quite a day. The first day back from a three-day weekend, Labor Day. I think I finally ticked the last thing off my to-do list, um, early evening tonight. (laughs) That was a pretty stout day. I hope that it went okay for all of you. Um, I had a great weekend and I definitely don't regret it all that I took time off because I really needed it and I hope that all of you did as well. So for my community here, for our community here at Channel Mastery, Labor Day certainly does not mark the end of wearing white jeans or jorts or white Lycra. God forbid. So I was never really great at fashion rules or rules in general, so forgive me. But sincerely, Labor Day marks something different for the Channel Mastery community. It marks the flag drop, initiating the sprint to the end of the year. It's the official high season start in snow sports, of course. And I have to say this year, my inbox was cannonballed with huge sales from my favorite catalog and retailers in the lifestyle, active lifestyle industries. And I bet yours was too. And that is just a start of what's to come. So, here at Channel Mastery and at Verde, today is also a special start. It marks the start of our own King Swing that we're unleashing, which is a bunch of free trainings that mark the lead up to our registration for the second cohort of the Multi Channel Marketing Academy. Please go to channelmastery.com or veridepr.com forward slash course on either one of those URLs. You can read more about the Academy, but know that we have just a treasure trove of free content created exactly for you, specialty brand and business leaders who are hell-bent on modernizing through this here pandemic and this recession. Ugh, the content you have free access to is literally brand new and it features some pretty amazing people who are showing up to help you troubleshoot, look around the corners, and finish this year as strong as possible despite the fact that it's the wild, wild west, including not Black Friday or Cyber Monday, but Cyber Weekend, Prime Day, and all. You are all fierce, and we are here to help you in this mission at Channel Mastery, the Multi Channel Marketing Academy, and Day Brand Communications, the sponsor of this podcast. The show you're about to listen to is one that originally ran at the end of August. So about two years, two years, two weeks ago, feels like two years ago sometimes. My friend Rick Sayes has the Outdoor Biz Podcast and I am one of the select two or three people, I guess, who have been a guest on that show twice. His show is awesome. It's literally like an anthology of outdoor business leaders and mentors in the industry. So if you're in the industry, you'll enjoy hearing about your friends if you're not listen to it because this is how you can migrate into the industry. And once we have you, we will not let you go. Ask anyone. I was super grateful to be featured again. Uh, Rick was curious about the multi-channel marketing Academy, frankly, and he reached out because he wanted to interview me about it. And so he took the course and then interviewed me about it, which was really cool. And he asked some great questions. And I think if any of you have questions about this for yourself or for a member of your team or for your entire marketing Arm of your specialty brand, listen to this show or read the transcript. He asks me some great questions that I think will really shed some light on what the academy does, who it's for, etc. We also have some fantastic testimonials that you'll be able to read and see on our um, on our website that I just referenced earlier. so basically he also asks me about just what it was like to work with a crew of folks here at Verde um, on launching this earlier, months earlier than we had planned because of COVID. It was a resource that was just so needed. And so we just basically went for it and launched it. And the main launch was a beta launch and it was super successful. So I believe in this product and I am not scared anymore, but I definitely was scared when I sold it the first time around. And he gets into that too, which I think is pretty cool and gives some good insight Kind of scared the pants off me to launch this thing, y'all. I'm not going to lie. It's not an easy process to do new stuff as we're all experiencing again and again, week after week in 2020. But again, when you believe in what you're selling and how you're helping people as we can here in the outdoor active lifestyle markets, as well as the pet markets, and yes, the wine, beer, and spirits markets, (laughs) you're willing to crusade forward when you know you're helping other people. Even if your pants were scared off of you, right? All right, enough. Let's roll with this. And please know that Rick also launched a course of his own called the Design Your Podcast Course. I would love for you to go check that out at podcastersworkshop.com. Please check it out. Podcasting is one kick ass channel. All right, let's drop in together, shall we? This is the Rick and Kristen show about the Multi Channel Marketing Academy on the Channel Mastery Podcast. Let's do this.
1: Good to have you back on. I think you your first or second guest that's made a, an encore appearance, so thanks for that.
0: I am proud.
1: <laughs> Me too. I am honored myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Let's start out with what the, why don't you tell everybody a little bit first about what the Multi-Channel Marketing Academy is, and then we'll dig into the, the deep dive. Give them a Reader's Digest version of what it's all about.
0: Okay, so the Multi-Channel Marketing Academy is actually our first immersive digital training. So it's a digital product that we have produced at Verity Brand Communications. It ties together the work that we do on the Channel Mastery podcast, as well as the work that we've done and do at Verde in terms of service providing and helping our clients who are all specialty brands um, basically, you know, really laser focus their efforts on exactly who they want to serve, where they serve those people and kind of really supporting them through the entire discovery, um, sharing, nurturing and conversion process, um, whether that's online or offline. So we created it because, um, yeah, we really needed to (laughs) create a solution. I have so many things to talk about. Well, it's, and it's a
1: changing world, right? I mean, what people did 10 years ago is completely different than what they need to do today. So.
0: Or last or January of this year. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Well, that's right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's changing even faster than that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what was the inspiration? I mean, what 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 did you, what was, the, did a brand inspire you to do this or was it a multiple brands or something that you were doing outside of Verde that you were, you know, doing personal growth thing? What was the inspiration?
0: Well, that's a really good question. So um, in 2014, I actually signed on to do my very first um, online program, and mm. that was a—I actually got a business coaching certification. It was a year long, and through that process, um, you had to actually create like a website and um, you know exactly what the business was going to be oh, as cool. part of getting your certification. And at the end of it, I had all of those assets, including the framework for a podcast, and I decided. I might as well just do this because Mm -hmm. I love coaching and Mm -hmm. um, business consulting. Obviously I do a ton of that at Verde. And so that's how it started. But I have to tell you, I was in the marketing portion of that training. And I remember just being like, Oh, I got this. Right. (laughs) When I got those two modules, I was like, I'm sure this is going to be easy. And it was like a brand new language. I was like, what is going on here? (laughs) And it was online marketing versus brand marketing. And i started to realize that's when I became obsessed because I started to really look around and and check out some of the examples that Mm -hmm. were shared, Mm -hmm. such as Amy Porterfield, such as James Wedmore. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: They have audiences of people that are 300 to 500,000.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: And I was looking at some of our dear beloved brands and they had 70 to 100,000. If they were lucky, everybody was in the same bucket. They weren't segmented. They weren't doing anything, but putting their stuff on sale and emails. And I realized there's got to be something here, right yeah, there, yeah. especially as brands were starting to like, um, go direct. Uh, and that was obviously quite controversial back then. They were looking at it, you know, and, and really starting to make the the change there. Right, so right. that's when I really became obsessed, but I am a personal development junkie. I will, I've told many of my friends, like, one of the reasons I train on my bike is so I can listen to podcasts and listen to (laughs) (laughs) self-help.
1: That's funny. I am, too, and I don't have a long commute anymore, so I'm missing out on the podcast piece. But, yeah, my bookshelf is littered with all these stuff by, you know, Tim Ferriss and Pat Flynn and everybody. It's Chase Jarvis, you know, how that goes. But
0: We are kindred spirits. That's
1: right. That's right. So when did you know... It would be a course as opposed to a series of blog posts or a book. I mean, because even the, even when you were in this program, you knew how the outdoor industry and and the the, the places that you were working operated. Did you know immediately it was going to be a course, or did you think, Well, eh, maybe I'll do some blog posts through Verde and we'll see how it goes, or maybe I'll write a book? H- how did you decide on that? Was it this hit you like a light be- like a lightning bolt? It's got to be a course.
0: Well. First of all, I really I'm working on a, a book that just doesn't seem to want to get published. But point being, <laughs> it's is tough. I'm, I've been
1: there, and I'm working on yeah, volume two right now. Book. It's not easy.
0: And I have yours. By Thank way. you. It's, Thank you. It's good. But um, my where I was going to go with that is I actually came out that year twenty the winter of 2014 2015. Verde produced um a, an entire free audio series where I interviewed. A lot of manufacturers and, and I'd say 95 percent of the avalanche safety professionals in North America. Okay. And, I, and we we created an audio like a just a ginormous of content um, <laughs> on, you know, trying to basically um, create clarity around the best way to kind of pre- be prepared to go into the backcountry. And we offered that for free. Yep. Didn't even tie it to like growing our email list, like none of that. We just offered it for wow. free because I, I immediately fell in love with like the podcast medium. Right. Um, and then the next year in 2015, I created um, a course that was for uh, specialty bike dealers to sell to women more mm. inclusively. Mm-hmm. And we sold exactly two of those. <laughs> um, my dear friend Mark Sani, who's one of the founding publishers of Bicycle Retailer, was like, you know, you really should have just put this into a book. Like they really like, (laughs) they like paper. And I'm like, Oh my word. So, you know, that was the second effort. And then the third effort was um, back when Canberra Outdoors started their, uh, it's actually the second cohort of their um, pitch fest. Deanne Buck invited me to be in there because I had actually started the, the little, Uh, business that I started in 2014 was called Intrepid
1: Entrepreneur. I remember that. Yeah. And so
0: I basically turned that into
1: a podcast
0: and I created a a little course for that. And um, basically I also had a membership site and it was very small, but it, you know, I actually did a launch. It did pretty well. And then I had 95% of the people from the course went into the membership site. And then eventually I rolled that entire thing into Verde three years ago, a little over three years ago, and launched, renamed it Channel Mastery and yep. basically started to help our clients understand how distribution was changing and consumer behavior was changing because they were, there were, literally was nothing available out there for them to tap into for that information. And that's basically where Channel Mastery came from. Gotcha. And then it, it made sense to kind of actually do a course. And I have to tell you, Rick and everyone <laughs> – I literally have been working on this course for like two years, and I think I had a little bit of like imposter syndrome and stage fright and all of that. But yeah, we can get into that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm the same boat. I think um, my podcasters workshop was had is still planned to be a course, video course, but it's a it's a heavy lift. And I think all of us that do these things, podcasting courses, write books and stuff, there's a little bit of that imposter syndrome that goes on. And I think you just have to look beyond that because we all have something to bring to the table. And if you guys are out there listening and you have some ideas, go for it, man. Well, you got nothing to lose, especially now. So,
0: I totally agree. And and, um, I actually heard one thing that was super helpful for me. If you look at the people that you're helping and that you're just a messenger or an instrument for, for them, it makes yep. it much easier. Yep. And also, if you really believe in what you're selling, it makes it much easier.
1: Yeah, yeah. and if you yep. also – I think what helps me is you if you think about all the people that you help on a daily basis or a monthly basis that you don't – it doesn't even feel like help to you because there's people out there that don't know what you know and what you know you don't realize what you know so it's just you know we help everybody i i got a couple guys that i interacted with on linkedin just today that i'm going to get on the phone with them because you know everybody everybody's starting out especially now a lot of people looking to get into industry, shift gears all that stuff so we all have knowledge and it's great to just to give it out there so
0: and you do a great job with that <laughs> thank you, you really do thank
1: you thank you it's i love it super fun so this podcasting thing is a blast for all of you that don't have podcasts. Get in get it in the is. game. <laughs> um so tell us about the process. What has the course creation process been like? You sounds like you had the content in your head, but then you had to, you know, put it on paper so that you could speak it out and record it. And that's that's a big lift.
0: It is. Um, and I as I said, I had it going for a couple of years. Yeah. Um so I had it mapped out. Um, and basically I, you know, as kind of the person I lead the, a lot of the strategy at the agency, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of us do strategy, but you know, when it comes to like the, the bigger trends and and evolving the agency, that's me and I love that. Um, and, and I have basically, I started to notice that there was a, an approach I had. And Mm. so that's basically what I put into the course was the framework for that. So, it's starting from, you know, where the person is, and I also know exactly who I want to serve with this, mm-hmm, and who, mm-hmm. you know, and basically, that's the brand leader inside of- Yeah, and that comes out, That's brand. you did
1: a good job getting that out early on. I've been poking around the course myself a little bit, thanks for the access, and it's, that comes across early on. You did a great job of letting people know who this is for. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's a constantly evolving landscape, yeah, but- mm-hmm. Um, that's basically, you know, where it came from. Is I've been working with that person within that specialty <laughs> brand, whether it's a direct first or, or a you know, more legacy wholesale brand, for almost twenty years. Right. So I definitely know that person, and there's a lot of um, things that I baked into the course to help them evolve um, and gain more respect and level footing with the rest of the leadership team within the brands.
1: Yeah, and that probably. Because, you know, you and I have been through some of these other um, courses and things that these other people like Amy Porterfield and Pat Flynn and people put out. And, and even when you're learning to, to podcast, they talk about, you know, finding out who your avatar is or your ideal listener. And you, you've you gone through this experience now. You knew who that person was before you even started it. That made it so much easier, I can imagine, right, knowing who you're speaking to, Right.
0: It absolutely does. And so we also had a couple of um, entrepreneurs in there who are wearing Mm. multiple hats and maybe are better at um, being in the garage making stuff. But right now they also have to create the brand and do the marketing that those folks also got some great benefit out of it. But really, it is for the internal brand leader, or at least it has been, you know, to date. We also had a couple of CEOs and kind of. people who are in their career, like fifties and sixties, believe it or not, because oh. they wanted to understand the sense of the landscape sure. out there mm-hmm. smart. and they listen to the podcast and they're like, uh, you know, we don't necessarily want to do the course, but we're going to go through it. So we understand kind of the evolution yeah. of it because they trust our podcast, which is great. So yeah, yeah. It, it ended up being, there were a couple, probably three avatars total, but really the main one is that internal brand leader.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And what about the content stack? How are those ideas developed and put together? I mean, it's pretty the video and the and the podcast and all the you have you have a lot of modules and you cover a lot of ground in that thing. It's awesome.
0: I do, and and we try and really keep it succinct. So we have seven modules, and we run the course over eight weeks, and we're only going into our second cohort. So when we launched in May, and I'd love to get into that story in a minute, but mm-hmm. like basically we. Um, We knew that we, you know, wanted to have one week between, you know, a couple of the heftier modules to make sure people had time to get get caught up. But it's very sequential. And ultimately, it's um, for some people that work internally at a brand, it gave them a chance to even if they did a refresh as recent as January, they were able to kind of go in and and look at their channel mix again and and who they're serving Um, and obviously look at that through the lens of consumer behavior change. And every single week we have a fresh report and content and training on that. And Mm -hmm, all, mm -hmm, all of the modules kind of flow from there. So you poking around in the course, you're not getting that part of it, but I think you're seeing the recordings, but we do all of that. Well, I started
1: work. I poked around a little bit and then I started just figured, well, I'm just going to work through this thing. So I, you know, did it sequentially in order from one, I'm on module three. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just
0: it. love teaching and coaching like that. Yeah. It comes across. Yeah, I just yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. So. so
1: let's talk about the launch a little bit before, but before we get into the details of the launch, what was the scariest part about the launch? That's, that's a, that's like,
0: <laughs> well, it, it is, um, you're really visible. And uh-huh. I think that I, when I really freaked out was when we did the Facebook ads, I was like, Oh, for the love of God. Right. Like I, I just don't like that. I mean, as much as like the podcast, I'm the person who's hosting the podcast and, you know, I got some pictures done for it. We have a website for it. Like it is like too much of me. Yeah. Um, And honestly, like I don't like that, but we don't have time to like get pictures of everyone. And like, Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes Rick, it's like all I can do to get that show out the door. Um, Sometimes we're great Mm -hmm. and we're batching it. Right. But Mm -hmm. sometimes it's literally all we can do to get an episode out. So we don't, you know, the cobbler's children thing can happen. But with this one, um, you know, I was already pretty exhausted from going through COVID um, because we launched this in May. I had been doing two to three webinars and panels a week for wow. Outdoor Industry Association um, NBDA, AMGA, and then mostly for the snow sports, um, industries of America. So SIA. And that was all just like gratis COVID content that I was doing to serve because Verde couldn't make PPE. Mm -hmm. So we decided instead to make content that could help specialty brands navigating through this. And so that's, you know, um, I basically met with, Uh, We went through problems with, um, you know, clients needing to pull away. Uh, We definitely experienced a lot of the same things other businesses were experiencing, and we had to furlough a a couple of people. It was heartbreaking. Um, We ended up getting our PPP loan, and I'm a competitive athlete, and I literally like treated this like a race that was about to open that I wanted to get into. So we got that PPP loan application ready. Everything was teed up in the very second we could get in. We did. And good, we were the good. first in our region to get it. Oh, cool. So we were able to bring back those employees, but we had already moved the workload off of their plates. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I have something that we can do that I think is super timely right now. Let's launch the course. <laughs> and we had like, you know, probably 45 to 50% of it baked. and yep, so I yep. had to re-record some of it, and I had to record a, a lot of it and mm-hmm. while we were marketing. And so we went ahead and just literally just went for it, good like you. it's like getting a weather window, and you're like, okay, we're going for the summit now, and yeah, then yeah. you get up to the top, and you're like, okay, we're through the launch, and then you're like, oh god, we have to get back down now. Right? right
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. That's good. And, and then, you know, that's I say this all the time on my show. It seems like perfect is the enemy of done. Right. So you you never, there's never a right time and it's never going to be finished. You're always going to go back probably and redo things and learn new things and change it. So just get it out there and, you know, build the plan on the way down sometimes.
0: Well, and honestly, like we started to go through the content and I started to teach. We had fantastic guest lecturers. I was doing live trainings. All of this is what we do. And I started to really notice that people were like, I mean, I've been through a lot of online courses. Some of them I, like, send, and some of them I'm like, oh, I'll get to that later. Yeah, and yeah, I never do it, right? Yeah, yeah. But we had, like, I'd have to say 85 to 90% of the students who signed up, and we had almost 40 in there, um, were, like, getting everything done and super on top of it. Like, they were just cool. hungry for it. Yeah. And literally, like, I've people were so involved and engaged, and they got so much out of it that now – this launch that's coming up, I am like just totally fired up for it. Like I believe so much in what we're selling and I'm super Mm -hmm. excited about how it's going to help people. And, you know, we're going to have to continually update the content, which I'm totally fine with. Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. that's, you know, it's great. And the team that I brought back from furlough to put on this, I told them what they were going to do. And they literally <laughs> looked at me like I had four heads. They're like, what do you mean? That's
1: my next question. What was the reaction from your team?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it just, it, they were just absolute warriors. Like they showed up every day. Um, they were so Um, grateful that we were able to bring them back and stoked to work closely with me on something and grateful that, you know, we had this great opportunity to help the agency and help people. Um, they just were all in and Mm. we, we fortunately like gelled and worked really well together. But it was, on some days, the blind leading the blind. And yeah, it literally, right. I haven't done a Kickstarter, but I would say this launch was as close to it because we've done several for brands. Mm-hmm. Um, it was as close to that as I think I've ever gotten. And the reason that I say that is you really do get very close to your um, consumer, your shopper that right. buys the product. Right. Um, and you also get really close to the people who are asking questions about it. And it's amazing like how much you learn about your audience. And yeah. ultimately... This is the person who leads us at Verde, so it's it's really great.
1: Keeps you on your game too. Had any had any of your team members taken courses like this? Were they also online course gurus?
0: You know, they really weren't. I'm really the really? only nerd <laughs> who is into that. And
1: That's funny. that
0: that kind of speaks to the like some others within the agency were just like. Why are you doing this? And I was like, why wouldn't I? I'm the same way. I
1: I can't, I I don't even want to total up the amount of dollars I spent on online learning courses from photography to podcasting. I I don't want to know because I just, it's awesome. I think it's a great way to to learn. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: And it also helps us help more people, which is really Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was phenomenal. Like it was really a great way to leverage and scale.
1: Yeah, and now that you have it out there, it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? Because it's going to be evergreen. You're going to continue to update it, but it just is there, and people can tap into it months from now, and it's still going to be. You know, some of it won't be relevant specifically to COVID or whatever, but I would bet eighty percent of it is going to be. They're going to get so much out of it. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, we're going to keep updating it too. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it it's. It's still in its infancy. I mean, this is only know, our second launch, but right, right. I will tell you that I was very pleased with how it went. And I do know that the podcast played into it. Um, you know, we have a platform and an audience and yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's different from just the agency. Right. But right, when you right. put all of them together and have the bridge of this course, it really, it really brings it just, it's a home run.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was, how about the retailers and brands? How, what was their reaction?
0: Um, well, we had like a, I'd have to say we were probably, um, 75% brands, 25% retailers. It was great Mm -hmm. to have the retailers in there and I'd love to have more because they were able to really work back and forth with each other. And they also got a lot out of the guest lecturers that we had in a different way. And they were able to bring that back and talk about it, um, within the community, and one of the things that we're planning on doing in this next launch is really making a networking opportunity more available, mm-hmm. like from the get-go, Good, so that yeah. people can really get to know each other. And we think that's going to become a really important part of the experience is um, retailers and brands really working together in that way. Be interesting and to plus do we, a
1: Facebook group for each each launch each launch group, right? Do your own Facebook we group. We did one, have Facebook. a Facebook group. Did you? Group. Okay, cool. Yeah, I bet that was hugely successful too.
0: It was. That's where basically um, everybody asked their questions. And yeah, so we were amazing. in there every day, community managing and helping people and connecting people. That was very fun, Perfect. honestly.
1: I'll bet, yeah. We're going to take a little break and give some love to our episode sponsor, Fiverr. When I'm looking for graphic design or SEO help or a social media scheduler, I go to Fiverr. They have a variety of options and services available and never disappoint. Go to the slash Fiverr and get inspired to do more with some of the best work delivered by the Fiverr Pros. That's theoutdoorbizpodcast.com slash Fiverr. Fiverr is F-I-V-E-R-R. Back to the show. Did you do a test group before you launched just to work out some of the bugs and some of the content?
0: Well, I happen to be like a Virgo with Virgo in all houses, and I'm a total type A perfectionist. So <laughs> your point earlier about like... um what did you say? Done is better than perfect. Perfect
1: is the enemy of done.
0: <laughs> okay. So I, you know, getting this thing across the line was that for me. And that was a big part of my mantra and, and what I really focused on.
1: Yeah. But yeah. our,
0: this launch that we just did in May and COVID was our beta launch.
1: Mm, okay. Got got
0: so we, I think, you know, looking back on the feedback, we basically had a completed course and, um, we we have some great things that we're going to add from right, feedback right. but it it wasn't like we were building the content as we went we had it you know i had it all recorded yeah you had
1: the framework yeah right yeah that makes sense yeah yeah I like um that. Yeah. but
0: it probably maybe like that would have made sense for someone to do but we didn't we just did a beta launch that was more affordable because of covid frankly mm, yeah. um but it was the same course content and i will say like the people in that first course got just completely a lot of support
1: yeah. you know because like, yeah, right. <laughs> we were trying to learn everything we could exactly now. yeah exactly yeah that's good yeah and what about the retail and brand demographics who have the early adopters been is it typical outdoor or has it been a cross-section of outdoor bike ski everybody what's what's that look like
0: we've had a great cross-section of outdoor bike ski and endurance which are oh, our local cool. markets and this um this round we're also going to be um doing some webinars specifically for pet, RV and Overland because we we also play in those spaces.
1: Yep, Smart. And what are your goals? What do you, what do you want, you know, what would you like to, for each course? Is it a, is it a number of people you've served or is it content that you've covered? What, what's that look like?
0: Um, Well, I, that's a great question. I think that the goal is we want to launch this every quarter mm-hmm. and we want to create some spotlight courses and then, um, we're going to do we're already planning and building a membership site. Cool. Um, so that alumni literally almost everyone in the course was like, I'd like to stay like, they were like, this is weird. I really want to I still have my weekly. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. you know, that's something they asked us for. So we're doing that and I can't wait to do that. That's going to be fun. And, um, you know, ultimately this, uh, this is going to be a, a a focal point of the agency. It's we have obviously what we do at Verde is, is uh, what we do at Verde, but this is something that we're, we're folding in as part of what we offer because we see it as like a great way to um, have a lifetime customer value. So Mm -hmm. we could have somebody come in on this level and then graduate up to becoming a client someday, ideally. And mm-hmm, we actually mm-hmm. had two of our students become clients in this last go round, oh, which was really amazing too.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, what do you hope the students gain from that once they go through the course? Is it is it the next level in their job, or is it um, just a, a level level deeper level of understanding of what they're doing? What What's that? Well, goal?
0: this is. Um, I'm really glad you asked that because this is really important. As I as I said, like Verde will be 20 in 2021, oh, and that's crazy. Thank you. And I've worked with a lot. Still of
1: a kid. People. Still a kid. <laughs> well, I started
0: it when I was four.
1: <laughs> well, see, there you go. Um, <laughs> God, that joke never gets old to me. Um, that's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, I, you know, I have worked with this leader um, for a long time. And I've had a very close relationship with the person we serve, the actual like brand leader and Mm -hmm, also mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, but that brand leader, whether they are, you know, at a um, direct first brand or a more legacy wholesale brand was brought on to serve a, like a founding channel. And Mm -hmm. they more often than not are not at the seat of the table that makes the decisions within the organization. Speaking on the legacy, wholesale business side Mm -hmm. Um, that person is so creative and such a hard worker and ultimately what I see so much of what they're getting tasked to do is channel marketing for wholesale so Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. that has marketing on it goes to them Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and and their job is just enormous and there's no boundaries around it and they're not at the seat with the people running the business and making the decisions so one of the primary goals of this course Rick is to give them everything they need to own the consumer. And so if there's a VP of sales, that person has those relationships, manages the reps, manages that point of distribution. Mm-hmm. And if there's a direct, yeah, hopefully they're not in, in competition with each other, but there's a person who's working with that right. sales individual who's managing e right? And mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. person should be sitting with them and, and working very closely with them. Yep as the person who owns that consumer relationship. Yeah. And that ultimately is its an empowering thing, and we give that person everything they need to have that. We teach them how to report. We show them exactly how to have stand-up conversations and Excellent. sprint meetings. And that whole nine yards is built into this so that they can actually help evolve the organization but also take that ownership role and get that leadership you know role at the table with the other leaders in the company. It's very important to me. That
1: well, that's that huge because the cons- it. that's huge because the consumer drives the bus. I mean, I think I think a lot of times we lose sight of that. You know, we get caught up in the product or caught up in you know the business or the profits and and all these things are happen because the consumer is engaged with the brand and the product. So that's smart. Especially like in it. specialty. Especially in specialty, right? Yeah, that's what it's all about in specialty. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you talked a little bit about what you hope they do with the knowledge, anything else along that side of it, you know, seat to the table, help making decisions, help driving, you know, meeting the consumer's expectations.
0: I, you know, I have a, people who have worked with me in the past will say, you know, sometimes the best thing about someone can be the worst thing. Mm -hmm. I've been told for a solid, the entire time I've been in these industries and communities that I have a big heart, right? Mm -hmm. Um, one of the big things for me with this course is enabling people to um, the, we work with incredible brands, yep. right? And some of these brands have disruptors biting at their heels that yep. are direct first brands that are really moving quickly, very well funded um, mm-hmm. or they're dealing with, Just an assortment of problems that, frankly, they were not raised to deal with. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this solves all their problems, but when you focus on the consumer through all this evolution, there are a lot of things that can be solved across an organization if everybody's on that page together. Um, So that's ultimately the 30,000-foot view is everybody becomes, you know, beholden to that end consumer or that shopper. Yeah. Um, that's what the podcast has always been about for over three years. Um, that's what we do at Verde. And now we're teaching people to do that within the organization. It's change management through a skill set. That's yeah. basically what we're doing.
1: I love it because I think coming out of COVID, that's going to be even more important. I think people are getting back to, you know, focusing on, you know, brands that, that have values and products and inspire them, in their daily lives and the way that they believe in the things that they believe in. So I think coming out of this, this be perfect timing.
0: It really is. And, you know, the specialty retailers, there's so much for them to get out of this as well in terms of like, you know, understanding how they can work with their focal brands to, you know, work with the content those brands are creating in a way that's better for their consumers. Um, You know, every single week we're doing consumer trainings so they understand exactly where their consumer is. Um, I really think it's a resource that's very needed and um, that's one of the reasons why we just, completely went for it and did it in may even though we had a lot going on and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: there's never a perfect terrifying. time like i said never a perfect time yeah lost at the right <laughs> time <laughs> so how do people I find out
0: aged about 20 years but yeah.
1: <laughs> so now you're what 26 yes <laughs> <laughs> how do we uh find out more and sign up for the course
0: well um we're getting you know here we are it's about I don't know when this episode's going to air, but we, uh,
1: uh, it's, it's um, September 1st.
0: Okay, great. That's perfect timing. Um, we are going to be uh, doing a lot of content uh, between now, which is, you know, right around the 20th of August, I believe, is mm-hmm. the date tomorrow. But, like, we're going to be doing a lot of trainings and um, webinars specifically for the course to teach people kind of what we're going to be doing in the course. Cool. And um, you can check it out at channelmastery.com forward slash course or veritypr.com forward slash course and you can read all of the amazing testimonials from our founding students in there and they're very amazing and they're great brands such as faction fisher skis winter Steiger. um Perfect. hill abel was in there he's a very prominent retailer from austin texas um, we had some hitters in this great. course that's awesome and They, you know, we have some great, um, testimonials in there from them. And and I think that alone will speak volumes in terms of what this can do.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I look forward to, excuse me, finishing up myself. Um, so this next question may, may sound a little, um, inappropriate, but what's next?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I am, a, I just can't help it. I'm like a serial entrepreneur, which I think you know about me. Um, <laughs> I, and we are going to keep growing this because I do feel like it can be a game changer for, um, in terms of linking together the, the work we do on Channel Mastery and within Verde. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I said, we're going to come out with some spotlight courses we're going to continue to make this course better every time we launch it so every quarter but at the beginning of 2021 in January um, we're going to be opening a membership site which um, it will be a year you know however long you want to be in it but a year-long experience where we go you know, into this content and uh, ultimately support people throughout the year, which I think is great because, I mean, even the people who went through the first cohort, there have been some things that have changed. And here we are coming (laughs) into the budget planning season, right? Right, Um, right. We're going to be really hitting that hard in our webinar trainings is like, how do you budget for multi-channel marketing? Um, And then, you know, looking at Black Friday, Cyber Monday and the holidays Mm -hmm. and and the consumer around that, we're going to learn a tremendous amount. So, there's there are things that i think are going to change every time we do it which makes the membership seem pretty it just is a no brainer plus we had as i said a lot of students that were like once the course ended they were like wait yeah we just <laughs> we really want to stay connected and yeah so and it'll be a great way to network too everybody yeah. loves to you know the relationship piece is
1: huge that's cool yeah and you and i talked too about this whole course and podcast and you know digital content digital content biz that people that you and I follow like Amy Porterfield and people we already mentioned, I think there's an opportunity for the entire outdoor industry to learn a lot from those people and maybe follow in some of their footsteps because we were talking earlier before we hit the record button about Stu McLaren's launch for his membership program. Tell us about that.
0: Well, I I love to follow these people. Um, They have been at it. They've been at it for, you know, 10, 13 Long time. Years. It's surprising. Yeah, it's surprising. <laughs> so, you know, they have these humongous audiences and the way they do their uh, launches is pretty masterful and I learn, everyone I watch I learn from and I enjoy. I'm a total nerd, though. And anyways...
1: We just well, I'm the same way. Our- I mean, I you know, I, I signed on for you know, when I, when I did my first book, there was, there's guys that do that. So I was following a couple of those guys and taking their courses, spending money and looking how they launched and looking how they published. And, you know, we talked about Amy Porterfield and Pat Flynn and Stu McLaren, his, his thing was just unbelievable.
0: Right. Well, Amy Porterfield, for example, um, and they all like talk freely about their launches and how much money they make. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But Amy Porterfield, I think she never goes below like three or four million on a course launch. It's I know crazy. it's or, Yeah, and they put counters on the
1: website. You see the counters. It's, this is my monthly revenue. It's like, oh my god, what am I not doing? What I got? how do I we know. Say, right?
0: <laughs> well, I think they and you and I talked about this. Like they're all working together too. So yeah, a lot of been work at together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have complementary lanes, if you will. They're yep. all helping to promote each other's courses. So there's there's a magic to that and a formula that I, I think they just hit because they were the first in. But at the same time, like there's room for I mean, this is exploding, like the information products, Zoom, everything that we're seeing right now. Yeah. Um, I think that what I saw online today, because we were doing an internal presentation to the team on this, um, around our upcoming launch, but like the this industry is oh, literally yeah. like $345 billion industry. And it's that's amazing. from a June 2020 report. Like it's, it's big. And if you, if you think about it, think about colleges. My son just left to go to MSU up in Bozeman. He's doing half online, half in yep. person. Like yep. these kids are going to grow up, um, you know, with this as an option. Yep. I think it's only going to stay. But my point is, is there's what over however many billions of people on the planet. And, and, mm-hmm. There's plenty of people out there, but the course teaches, we do this at Verde, Channel Mastery talks about this. You have to be very targeted in terms of who you're going after now. Yeah. that's um, back to that actor,
1: your ideal listener. yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And that's the same for, you know, if you're working with us for brand communications, if you're listening to the podcast or yeah. if you're taking the course, that's where we start is really knowing who you're serving. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I think is you know there's plenty of room out there for lots of this so
1: yeah well that's the same thing about the outdoor biz podcast i mean it's not it's not for everybody it's at a, it's targeted at those folks that go into that outdoor retailer show or that went into that outdoor retailer show and you know we were back in the day you know hugging and slapping backs and telling stories in the aisles and drinking beers and it was like a fraternity and i i launched this to specifically try to get some of that energy and some of those stories that you could listen to all the time that you may not have talked to Kristen in the aisles. You may, you didn't know what was going on there. You may not have talked to Steve Barker in the aisle and found out about all the ins and outs of Eagle Creek or whatever it might be, Thompson brothers, all that stuff. So I think we all have our reasons for doing this and the whole industry can just follow right, you know, follow right along. So.
0: I agree. And I think it was Jeff O'Keefe who told me in a conversation about your podcast, he said he is literally creating like an anthology of our market. (laughs) Yeah. which I love. And I yeah. see that as true. And I love yeah. that you're evolving it to all these different demographics. It's not just about people you grew up with in the industry. Like you're interviewing younger people. Right. Um, just, a, I just love what you're doing. Seriously. Thanks, like it is, thanks, thanks. If this existed back when I was a raft guide and fell in love with, with the outdoor active lifestyle markets back in college, I would have been a binge listener to your show. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Yeah. It's uh it's a pretty uh, interesting group of folks and it's, everybody's been generous with the time and I think we're both doing it for the same reason. You know, we all love the industry and we all want to grow it and we all want to help everybody succeed in it and get in it and all those things. So, yep, it's awesome. Um, it is. As we wrap up, is there anything else you want to make sure our listeners don't miss out on?
0: Um. Well, I just, you know, want to say that um, through COVID, I saw a couple of different personalities emerge right one Mm. was I'm going to go into my basement and I'm going to put my sweatshirt hood on and put all the (laughs) blankets over me and you can just let me know when it's safe to come out and then there was a little bit of a hybrid who is that person, but who was looking out of that garden window, like, yeah. okay, I, I protected here, but I want to know how I can help and what I can do. And then there was the Kramer kicking the door in, which is kind of where I fell into it. Like <laughs> I literally woke up every morning and I was like, what can I do today to help people? Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's just sort of how I was coping. And that's kind of where this came from. It kind of gave me the, um, It did give me the swift kick in the you know what to Mm -hmm. actually get this thing launched and out the door because I knew every like inner voice inside me was like, you need to do this. It will help people. And I'm so glad I listened to it, even though it was terrifying. And so (laughs) all I'd really like to say is when you have that that nagging like voice inside of you, follow it. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you fall on your face. Uh, We certainly have and continue to. And that's how you learn. But just follow it because we need innovation right now we need leaders and we need people to try new things and that's how we're all going to get to i think all of the opportunity that this time presents for us
1: totally agree 100 percent. lean into it and make it happen yeah yeah right that's awesome well we will uh get together again i think maybe four weeks from now after this next launch and find out how that went and, and what else is going on with verde and you and i look forward to talking again thanks for coming on the show
0: Oh, thank you so much. As always, it was a lot of fun. I appreciate you so much.
1: Thanks. I appreciate it. Have a good day.
0: Thank you so much for listening, Channel Masters. Hey, the fact that you're still here shows me that you are super committed to being remarkable to your target consumer or shopper. I mean, no matter what changes we continue to navigate in our businesses in 2020 and beyond, one thing thankfully, remains clear. And that is the importance of focusing on being remarkable to our North Star, our absolute target consumer. Focusing on the North Star is how we'll not only get through this challenge that we're in, but it will also be how we grow through this incredibly evolutionary time that we're in. If you're hungry for more training and one-of-a-kind resources created to help you do just that, I have a special invitation just for you. Head on over to channelmastery.com forward slash course, and you can read all about our second cohort of the Multi-Channel Marketing Academy, which will be launching in early September, 2020. We've intentionally chosen this timeframe because of the incredible relevance it has to planning and budgeting for the coming year. Please sign up there and you could be entered to win a free seat in the Academy in the second cohort. And while you are opting in with your email, you'll also be given access And a heads up to all of the incredible content that we're creating for our pre-launch. This will include free trainings and resources that we've been researching and building out just for specialty brand and business leaders like you. As always, thank you so much for being part of the Channel Mastery community and thank you for listening. See you next week.